Good morning. It's time for your journey to better health. Dr. Brad Shapiro is here from Ultimate Health Chiropractic along with a special guest. Brad, it's all yours, and if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Sounds good. Good morning, everyone. Before we get started, we'll go ahead and give you the standard disclaimer. Please understand that we are not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Whether it's a chiropractor like myself, physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, pastor, whatever the case may be, please seek out uh, the help that you need. Also want to encourage you to, um, or also want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Unstoppable Church, headed up by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Great group of people. They do kind of a rock and roll worship service. And then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church at Oklahoma. You can reach them at area code 931 six four nine two nine zero nine again that's area code nine three one six four nine two nine zero nine and they are doing sunday morning services and second sponsor is uh abundant life assembly of god right here in cowan Woo-hoo! that's actually the church that that's i it. attend and we have their uh, lead pastor with us our lead pastor pastor josh conrad is our guest this morning good morning sir good morning how's it going it's going wonderful <laughs> good. blessed and highly favored there we go well, as you guys know, you've probably heard in past shows that we've started a new thing where the fourth Monday of every month, we talk about the spiritual side of health. So a lot of times when we do the, the uh, shows about health in general, I'll talk about the fact that we're trying beings. We're mind, body, and spirit. That's just the way God created us. You have to be healthy in all those areas. Um, otherwise, you're, really just not, you're not going to be as healthy as you could be. Uh, but the fourth Monday of every month, we're going to talk about the spiritual side of health. And one aspect that's huge when it comes to the spiritual side of health is prayer. Oh, yeah. Um, I think prayer is something that most people don't really understand. I know for me, before I'd, I really dove into prayer and joined a prayer group, um, I just thought that prayer was, you know, God, thank you for this food. Amen. You know, I, just, I didn't really know much about it other than just those real, real basics. Not to take anything away from small or big prayers. Um, but I just didn't, I didn't understand the full impact, and I'm sure I still don't understand the full impact. Um, but what would you tell people about prayer? Holy smokes, man. <laughs> just, you know, say I would something. say do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, have a lot of religious prayers. You know, we can probably all recite the Lord's Prayer, whether we're Christians or not. We've heard it a million times. Yeah. But, you know, the, Jesus talked about it. I think it's in Matthew where, you know... It, Sometimes we just have these vain repetitions, mm-hmm. and our mouth is just moving, and things are just coming out. Yeah. But there's no real heart connection or spirit connection. And for me, uh, I'll, let me let me just change. Go to my notes here. Sure. Luke eleven one. Um, this is what this is Jesus here. He says, it says now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord. Teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So we see that even the disciples, man, yeah. they're like, can you teach us how to pray? Because we don't even understand this thing. It, if you just draw a few things out of that scripture, it, it says that Jesus was praying in a certain place. Mm. Yeah. So I, I believe, this is me, I mean, we do, we can continually be praying. Paul calls it praying without ceasing. Mm-hmm. In yes. Thessalonians, he talks about it. And that is just constant communion with the Lord. Yes. We do that all the time. But here Jesus was praying in a certain place. Yes. Uh, And so I think it's important that you go away to a certain place, a specified 
location. And that word place in the Greek, it means locality. It means a location. Okay. Jesus was in a certain place. Yes. And he was devoting time to connecting with the Father. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to put time limits on prayer, but yes. But a lot of times it says Jesus was there all night praying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I pray all night. <laughs> yeah. But give God, give God some time. You know, if I pull up my... Um, my screen time. Yes. On my phone right now. Oh, no. And, and now my kids, man, they pick yeah. up my phone a lot. They're yes. on there playing whatever games and stuff. But if I pull up my screen time, I'm ashamed to say it. My screen time is, my average daily screen time is five hours a day. I haven't checked mine yet. I'm, I'm scared <laughs> to. Yeah. Right? But how much time, man, do we give the Lord? You know, I'm so busy, Brad, Dr. Brad. I'm busy. I'm tired. I'm doing all these things, and I don't discount that. Yeah, I, we are busy. Yes, but man, can we give God like thirty minutes? I yeah. want to say fifteen minutes. That just doesn't feel right, though. <laughs> can we give him thirty minutes? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll just keep rambling. If you got yeah. no, I think that's a great insight. Um, I remember when you were talking about uh, the fact that the disciples—that was the one thing that they asked Jesus yeah, how to dick. teach them. You know, they didn't ask Jesus, how do we walk on water? How, right. do we, how do we juggle chainsaws? How do we raise people from the dead? How do we yeah. do all these things? The only thing they ever asked him to really teach them was show us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. And that's just huge. It's um, Prayer to me is interesting because a lot of times it's kind of put on the back burner as something right. that's, that's uh, considered kind of insignificant. Oh man! And few things are more fundamental. Devil to the... is a liar. Man. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Because <laughs> few things are more fundamental oh. to the Christian walk than oh. than prayer. You know, and that interaction with the Lord and uh, hearing from Him and, yeah. and talking to Him and going through that whole process and um, you know going to a certain place. Yeah, man. What uh, What are some of your certain places that you pray so, just to, so people can kind of have an certain, idea? My certain place is you know, is at the church. Yeah. You know, before I get my day started, a coffee and prayer go really well together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they really do. So my routine is, it's good to have a routine, you know. Yeah. I'll go in, I'll make my coffee, I'll get things set up. Uh, you know, I've got a Bluetooth speaker. I'll put on some, like, you know, they call it soaking music, whatever, just some instrumental music. And uh, that's where I go. I go to the sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, I, that's where I want to be. And and it's like there's an expectation. It's like the Lord is already waiting for me there. Yes. And and when you have a certain location, a place that you go to on a regular basis, I think you should go daily, but that doesn't always happen. You yeah. Know, it doesn't always happen. Yeah. But it's there's an expectation, man, that there's that builds and there's an excitement. And, and the, soon, as the closer I get to the church, man, it's like I can feel... God just waiting in that sanctuary to meet with me. Yes. Because prayer is relational, like you're saying. Yes. They didn't say, hey, uh, you know, teach us how to how to multiply bread or whatever. Mm -hmm. They said, teach us how to pray because it's from prayer that everything flows, man. Yes. It's from prayer. Let me just keep going. So it says, yeah. and when he finished, right? It says, so Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, so Jesus didn't want to be interrupted when he was praying either. Yes. It says when he finished one of the one of the disciples said to him, Teach us how to pray. So I think it's important that you have a certain place you go to, but also kind of build in some structure where you're not going to be interrupted. Yes. Uh put up the iPhone. Put the phone away. Yeah. Uh, you know, put I got a, a smartwatch for Christmas. Yeah. Man. I mean <laughs> I, I like it, but at the same time, 
it you are constantly being in I can put my phone up, but if that thing's on my wrist, it's you know, buzzing like crazy. Yeah. Put those things up. And it says, and then one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. And that word pray to me is is amazing. Let me just kind of flip over here so I can so I can get it right. Um, oh, where is it? Okay, it's it so the Greek word it means to exchange wishes. Mm. So think of a desires. It literally means to interact with the Lord by switching your human wishes or ideas for His wishes as He imparts faith or divine persuasion. Ooh. So when we come into prayer, man, you know, we come into Him with this laundry list of things. These are my desires. These are my wishes. God, can you do this for me? But somehow, supernaturally, while we are praying, yeah. God switches that our desires for His. Yes. And then He gives us the faith. It's called divine persuasion. He divinely persuades us mm. that, man, all of a sudden, I want your will to be done. Yes. Not my own. That happens in, in, in the seclusion of prayer. Yes. You're dancing with the Lord, man. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh-oh. I just, <laughs> just no, I mean, a couple of things you said that, that stand out to me is, you know, going back to when you said when Jesus was finished. Yeah, when he was um, finished. That was something I didn't understand either when I first got into prayer. But as you, as you pray more and as you practice prayer more, um, you will get a sense of, of when the Holy Spirit shows sure. you that yeah. you're, that you're done with something. Right. Um, where that didn't really make sense to me when I first started. But you know, if if you're praying for, you know, healing for somebody, uh-huh. or if you're praying for uh, a marriage, or if you're praying for uh, world events like what's going on in Ukraine or whatever, um, the Lord will show you when you finish, right, you know, right. and it might be in, in 15 minutes right, or it might right. be in 15 hours. Right. Um, yeah. but he'll show you when it's done. And, um, but I, I think that's just such a huge concept is you have to be willing to, to go the distance yeah. until you're finished. Yeah. And as you dance with the Lord, as you said, and as you interact with him, there's just a, you'll know in your spirit. And, uh, of course he knows, yeah. uh, when it's, when it's time to move on to the next prayer or when you're done praying in general or, right. um, but I, I think that's awesome. And I think it's huge to, like you said, to break away from all the devices so you can really be focused. Yeah. One of my favorite times to pray is when I go for a run. Yeah. You know, great. I don't have anything. I don't have my phone. I don't have, right. uh, you know, any things that could distract me. Um, there's something about that rhythm of running and, right. um, and a, you know, a little bit of uh, when you get to the point where you're a little tired, you know, that kind of, for me at least, it kind of breaks down some of the the, res- the resistance where I'm just kind of more open yeah. to to uh, receiving whatever God wants me to receive or pray whatever he wants me to pray. Yeah. Um, but I think those are really, really good points. And again, to go full circle is just, it's so different than the, uh, the rehearsed prayers that Man. we've all heard so many times. Yeah. Or that um, you know that dinner prayer that I was using that's just kind of mindless right. versus really being intentional um, about what uh, uh, what you're doing and, and just the um, the importance of prayer. Right. I mean, it, it, there needs to be a connection, a heart to heart connection. You know? Yes. Yes. It needs to flow from relationship, but in I mean I would say also okay, people are like, well, how do I get started praying? Yes. You know, how do I even start? Prayer is weird. It's strange, but mm-hmm. but a good way to start is when you get to that certain place is Thanksgiving. Yes, man, you walk into there and you begin to thank God 
for what he's done. Maybe, maybe, maybe the maybe for the week. Maybe within the week. Maybe it's something he's done within the year. Yeah. I often just thank God for the blood of Jesus. You yeah. Know? That's a great starting place. Sure. Man, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died upon a cross for me. But you know what? You didn't stay in the grave. You're resurrected. And now I'm seized with resurrection power. You yeah, know? yeah. Woo, all things are, are possible for me because you dwell within me richly. You know? Yes. You start from this place of gratitude for the Lord. And then from there, it's like science, and you probably know this, says that when we're grateful, like it really, we're intentionally grateful. Yes. It rewires our brain. Oh, yeah. It changes brain chemistry. Changes brain chemistry, man. <laughs> There's a concept called neuroplasticity. Okay. And that just basically means that your your brain will create new pathways and new highways depending on what the influencing factors are. So that's just, in a real general sense, like a positive mental attitude wow. is going to have a much bigger or a much different impact on your brain than a negative attitude. Wow. wow. But to come into it with gratitude wow. um, is really going to begin to rewire the way you think and the way you approach everything, including prayer. I mean, I, I think about uh, when I was first in recovery. I've been like, sober for 12 years now. But we, I would keep a, like a prayer journal or yeah. a gratitude journal. Yeah. And there would be some days, you know, man, I just I didn't feel like I was really grateful for much. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. grateful I got a quarter of a tank of gas in my car. <laughs> now it's like $3.50, so that would be something to be grateful yeah. for. But, yeah, exactly. you know, just... I would be reaching for things to be grateful for. But the more I practiced gratitude, the easier it was to become grateful. Yes. And, uh, man, I think that's a good place to start. When you enter into God's presence, have just thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then you can move into the place of praise. Yeah. And, again, don't make prayer formula, but these are just some things that help me. Yeah. So I thank Him for what He's done. And then when I move into this place of praise, I thank Him for who He is. Yes. Almighty. Yes. But, man, I, I, I need comfort right now. But your word declares, Holy Spirit, you're the comforter. Mm. And you're going to comfort me. Yes. Man, I, I need wisdom right now. Guess what? Proverbs says, man, you are wisdom. Yes. So I'm coming before, you know, wisdom right now and asking for it. You begin to praise Him for who He is, man. Yeah. So that when you get to this place... Where you are petitioning him for certain things, you've already established who he who he is. Yes. And there's a faith in you that's already uh, risen up, or how do you say it? it was already arisen. Yeah, arisen. <laughs> yeah. So you just can reach out and grab that answer, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's good. That's I mean, that's really really good. Um, in that, I don't want to say you got to fake it till you make it, but there is yeah. a process that you can go through right. to kind of get you to that point where you're ready to, to really dive in. And, yeah. and a lot of it is the gratitude. And I love you, you know, yeah. how you said, um, you know, thanking for the the blood of Jesus, uh, regardless hey. of what's going on in our lives or yes, regardless of what we have or don't have, um, you can always be thankful for those types of things and then just build from there. It's the blood of Christ that brings us into the throne of new life. Yes. It's, Amen. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yes. He's the reason we have an audience with the Father. Yes, it's him. Yeah. So you start with you know you start with him, and I mean it's it opens up. <laughs> but I want people to know God is yeah. not some elusive force in the sky that's trying to hide his plans from you. No, he's not, man. God is a he is a loving God. He's righteous. He is a mm-hmm. righteous God, but he is a loving, merciful, kind Father who desires to meet with you, who desires to spend time with you who wants to hear your heart, 
and wants to give you solutions and answers. Yes. Manny's a good father. No, and I think that's a great point um, that he's not elusive. One, one game changer for me yeah. in my walk was just to really understand that, that God doesn't play games. You know, we're right. so used to living in a world where so many people play games and there's so many things that uh, you have to kind of read between the lines and this and that, but, but God does not play games. He has no desire to be elusive or, or uh, throw you off track or, I mean, just he just does not play games. And I think given the world that we live in, that's kind of hard to imagine sometimes. Yeah. You know, anything or anyone that would not play games, but God does not play games. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing. I think if we just knew, if we could just grasp how much he loves us. I mean, yeah. we can by looking at Jesus and mm-hmm. God himself yeah. came down to earth to reconcile us to the Father, you know, to make a way where there seemed to be no way. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. But, but if we could just get a deep revelation of his love for us, it's in Christ. I mean, that's where it is. But, yeah, man, he is for you and he is not against you. Yes. Uh, he shed his blood for everybody. Everybody, man. Yes. He, he doesn't wish that anybody would perish. Yes. Or be separated from him. Yes. Uh, oh, man. It's inclusive, not it's, exclusive. It's inclusive. He wants man. everybody. He does. So to close out, um, what would you? What would be some practical pointers or action steps that you would give people if they just aren't sure how to, to start praying or aren't sure how to, to uh, get started <laughs> with prayer? <laughs> It's and it's such a dance, uh, yeah. You know, so again, I would have a certain place that I go to. Maybe yeah. that's driving to work. You know, yes. Don't don't heap condemnation on yourself. You know, like oh, we pray for five minutes. God, I think he, you know, he sees the intention of your heart. Yes. Strive to give him more than five minutes, but if that's all you've got, give it to him. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, try to make at least a half hour. Bring the word of God in with you when you're praying. Yes. Because there's moments, you know, where you just need to sit down and, and let Him speak to you. Yeah. Through the word of God, but I, I would start with a place of gratitude. Yes. In, in a place of honesty, you know, maybe if you just don't, you don't know the Lord that well. Yeah. And are you angry? Let Him know, man. He's He's a. Yeah. Let it come from a place of uh, of real genuineness. Yes. That's probably. That's good. I think that's great. Yeah. We'll go ahead and close out. Um, do you want to give the vitals of the church real quick? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, so we got Sunday service at 1030, and we would love to, to see everybody come to that. Uh, we also have on Wednesday nights right now, we are going through uh, the Gospel of Mark. So we're going line by line through that. Um, come check it out. We have a men's meeting. I think it's the second uh, Saturday at 9 o'clock in, in the morning, and then there's yes. a women's meeting fluctuates but now uh, we got prayer also uh, in the prayer chapel wednesday at 12 30 so come check that out as well we'd love for you to, to come on and, and worship with us on sunday morning that's good stuff yeah. yes so you can as you can hear there's lots of opportunities to get plugged in um, but we'll go ahead and close out i know that went fast um make sure you tune in the fourth monday of next month so the fourth monday of march Uh, Because we're going to do this again, and we're going to continue to kind of plug through the spiritual side of health. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We are available five days a week, Monday through Friday. You can reach us at the Winchester office on Mondays or Fridays, or you can reach us in the Manchester office at Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Our phone number is area code 931-967-6308. If you know you want to be patient, you know you want to get started, call us up. But if you're not sure, book a free consultation. We'll answer any questions you have. 
Uh, if it does make sense to move forward, the exam and other things, there will be charges. But if not, no big deal. We won't charge you. We won't charge anybody. If anything, we'll do everything we can to get you in the hands of somebody who can help you. Also, I want to encourage you to like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimatechiropractic. And then last but not least, check out our website at www.ultimatehealthtn.com. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you Monday of next week at 7.05.